Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abusabi. Samer, how are we doing this week? Doing real well. I um, This is another first, I think, for us. We have kind of, uh, we had like an opening mix earlier this season to mark the uh, kind of opening of the baseball season. And here we are with the inappropriately named closing mix for um, closing out the baseball season. And, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, we had a uh, we we had a lot of great response to our walk up music mix earlier this year. So we thought because not just because um, that one was popular, but also because there are so many awesome songs that closers come out to that we would rank them. So we're doing another countdown mix here. Uh, so like we did last time, the first song we'll introduce here that'll be number twelve in our rankings. And then we'll go all the way down to the last song in the mix today is our number one song, number one, you know, baseball closers entrance song. Yes. And, you know, if you are not familiar, too familiar with the rules of baseball, basically um, pitchers come in right around usually the eighth or ninth inning to kind of close the game out or save a game where like they are, they're down and they really need to make sure that there's no more scores. Um, And so these guys are like best of the best. They throw really fast typically. Um, you know, they've been cool the whole game. They're warming up and, and they're getting out there. And so they need a lot of amp up. And so a lot of these songs, um, I, at least I ranked them. And I, I think you did, too, in terms of like, how much are you going to amp people up? And with that, I'm going to kick us off with our, our first track here. So this is countdown number 12. Um, and it is Let It Go by Idina Menzel, of course, from the Frozen soundtrack. <laughs> so talk about that one, Matt. Yeah, this one is being used currently this year, and um, I thought this was such a funny story. Craig Kimbrell, Kimbrel, who's the uh, closer for the Dodgers, uh, they the Dodgers had like a women's day earlier this year, and they had the players' wives swap out their walk-up music with songs that they like. And so Craig Kimbrell's wife swapped out his normal song, and I don't even know what his normal song is. But um, swapped it out for Let It Go. Well, he comes in the game and he closes out like the Astros with like 10 pitches, like just dominates them. And, uh, you know, in true baseball fashion, uh, he respects the streak and is like, all right, well, we're not going to change it. And so now he plays Let It Go when he's coming out there. (laughs) I love that so much. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like if you ever watch a game of, of baseball, like pay attention to the things that pitchers will do before and immediately after a pitch. It, it is unbelievable. They just keep building and building on like, well, it worked that time. So it's going to work, you know, a hundred more times. There's some really fascinating uh, rituals around pitching, <laughs> pitching a baseball. Yeah. If you've seen the movie Bull Durham and uh, that'll give you a little bit of an insight because I mean, truly, you know, even if you're not a baseball fan, that's really more of a rom-com than it is like a baseball movie. But it does give you some insight into how superstitious a sport baseball is. 
And yes. so it's very much if you've got a streak going, you respect the streak and you just keep things exactly as they are. Like they're wearing the same socks. They never wash them. Or in this case, they're going to keep coming out to a, uh, a hit Disney song. Yeah, so, um, and you know, and a lot of these I tried to go into the lyrics and see like, okay, if this really, you know, was was this inspired by the lyrics? Of course, in this case, it, it wasn't, but I was like, okay, maybe, maybe these lines here, like, you'll never see me cry, here I stand and here I'll stay, let the storm rage on, you know, maybe, right? Yeah, I could you're see like, that, I could see that. Yeah, yeah and, if, and if you're a baseball pitcher, I mean, you know, hey, like, don't hold anything back, right? Just let it go. Right. Exactly. Let it go. go. Yeah. Give them all you got. Um, All right. So next up on the countdown, it's uh, number 11 on the countdown here. Second track on your mix. It is Bad to the Bone by George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Yeah. So um, this is from the A's, Dennis Eckersley, um, which, you know, I'm not too familiar with with this one. So, Matt, you might have to fill in some of the background on on this picture. Um, But I mean, on the song part, fantastic song right what a natural walk-up song you know like i i think this is is a classic a lot of people are going to know this it has like many of these an iconic opening um that is just immediately recognizable um so i think like in terms of in terms of ranking you know it it wasn't super high but it also wasn't wasn't last sorry let it go <laughs> <laughs> yeah so dennis eckersley when i was growing up the the oakland a's were really good in like the late 80s early 90s and Dennis Eckersley was their closer. And he was the first of kind of like, I feel like, to be a really well-known closer. Um, and so that, and, and he kind of, so he had this reputation of he's coming in, the game is over. Now, he famously gave up a huge home run to Kirk, Kirk Gibson in the, uh, I think it was the 88 World Series to the Dodgers, um, or maybe 87. And so that that was one time he did blow a save. So you could you could YouTube that and take a look at the one time Dennis Eckersley really got tagged up there and and blew a game. But but otherwise he was really dominant. And growing up, this was the first closer that I truly knew of. And um, yeah, he would come out to bad to the bone, which is a great song. Like you said, everybody's gonna know it. And um, but I would also encourage people like go into the rest of George Thorogood's catalog because he's actually got a lot of good like rock music. Uh, probably be in that classic rock genre now, but um, the only one that really gets consistent airplay is this one. Well, and it's funny you mentioned to go, you know, into the into the discography of this guy because I even for the first time just listened to the whole song because I think I've only <laughs> ever known, I've only really ever known the chorus. And like there are some shredding, amazing guitar solos in this song that I just had no idea existed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because again, this is just one. This might this might need to be a mix one day where it's like, did you know the rest of the song is great? Um, you know, it's more than just the chorus, and this could be number one on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, another kind of funny entrant here, um, which I, I couldn't find the story on this one, so hoping that you did. But this is "Dancing Queen" by ABBA, um, and of course, yeah, it's John Smoltz on the Braves. Yeah, so John Smoltz, this was back in uh, the 90s. They had this dominant pitching staff, and John Smoltz was a starter for the Braves during that time. And then he got injured, came back from an injury, and became their closer. And he was an all-star, I think, in both, on, in, in both positions. So he was a starter for a long time and then moved to the bullpen, and uh, he was really good in that role too. 
And he's currently an announcer, I think, on the TBS broadcast. And he looks like a middle-aged dad, which is essentially what he is, right? (laughs) He's just like an announcer now. But um, he was so good that he could move from a starter role to a closer role, be dominant in both. And he was so confident that he's like, yeah, just throw on Dancing Queen when I come on out. (laughs) He just didn't. (laughs) I think it was just kind of a throwaway. But uh, people kind of got into it. It ended up being kind of this funny thing when Smoltz would come out uh, to close a game rather than something like super serious, like a bad to the bone type thing might be. Right. I mean, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. So I'm happy that that is what is uh, what you confirmed. I, I almost thought of it as like, it's almost like a psych out strategy because like, you know, the opposing team is expecting some kind of like fiery entrance and, and some kind of badass song. But then, then Dancing Queen comes on, <laughs> which is an amazing song, no doubt. I mean, yes. I'll listen to I listen to ABBA all day long, but it's, de- it's definitely not stereotypical for like a closing uh, walkout song. So you're probably just like, wait, what? What's happening right now? <laughs> yeah, definitely giving you yourself a psychological edge if you're walking out to this song, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. So number nine on the countdown. Okay, We go with California Love by Tupac and Dr. Dre. And this was used by Kenley Jansen when he was with the Dodgers. Yeah, so he was with the Dodgers for a long time, um, and it's funny because originally in my notes, I was like, I mean, this is this is a great song to play if you are pitching for an L.A. team. You know, like, of course you're <laughs> going to play California Love. And then I even wrote down before digging even further of just like, I mean, this song's not going to move with him if he ever moves teams. And sure enough, he's, he's on the Braves, and... <laughs> Uh, he's no longer using this song because um, that would just be inappropriate, Matt. It would be inappropriate. Yeah, that's not I'm, appropriate. That's the only no. inappropriate thing about the Atlanta Braves, and that's all <laughs> right. I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I need them to lose like one more game so that the Mets take the NL East. Um, and, but yes, uh, he now uses the song Welcome to Atlanta by Ludacris, which is also very appropriate. So he seems to really like the geography-based entrance song. <laughs> you know, he's like, he wants to stay true to where he physically is. Um, so I'd be curious. I almost just want him to be traded to a whole bunch of teams just to know what is mm. his, you know, city playlist. <laughs> for every Yeah, city. if he was on the Brewers, he'd have to use like the theme from Laverne and Shirley or something like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like what, what great Milwaukee song? I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. If there's a great Milwaukee song, but that's yeah. The only if one you that know of any, yeah. If you know of any, reach out to us on Instagram <laughs> at Super Awesome Mix. Send us send us a DM. Let us know what what is Milwaukee's song. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. This is a this is an awesome song. I think we've featured this a couple other times on on different mixes, and uh, we'll probably keep featuring it uh, because it's such a great song. Uh, but you're right. Very uh, very strong choice, but it's got to be. Um, geography based. You got to be in LA, I, you know, and there's there's LA, they got Anaheim, San Francisco as a team. So it's like there, there's multiple places you could be in the major leagues and use this song. Yeah, good stuff. Great song. Um, also, again, another iconic intro where it's like you immediately know, um, you know, not, I mean, I guess the, the song literally announces itself with the, with the first two words, but still, great <laughs> intro. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair All enough. right. So uh, number eight on the countdown, number five on the mix, and it is Jump Around by House of Pain. 
Yeah, this one was used by uh, Brian Wilson of the San Francisco Giants during the uh, early part of the uh, 2010s when they were really good. They won the World Series like three out of six years. And um, he came out, I mean, first of all, this song, like you hear the first couple of notes and everybody knows it and they're immediately going to start to jump around. Right? Yeah. So you immediately yeah. get that energy going. And then, it, you know, go ahead and Google Brian Wilson because in his heyday, he had this huge beard and he's so intense. And I mean, so I, I could just imagine coming up to the plate and everyone's jumping around and you've got this guy who just looks like an insane person staring at you <laughs> and is about to throw a baseball as hard as possible at you. <laughs> so right. I imagine just his presence, I think, lent itself to this song, uh, uh, give it, gave it a little bit more of an edge than it already has. Yeah, it is. Uh, what a like what a great song to get a crowd into into your entrance, right? And I think that that's, as we get further down this list and closer to number one, I think that that's like a theme is, these are songs that are going to get people in the audience like really fired up and they're going to want to stand and they're going to want to applaud and cheer and yell. And like, and I think that for a lot of pitchers, like you want that energy, right? Like you want to make that entrance. You need that to feel like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Like I've got the crowd behind my back. Like, let's go. Um, and so this is a classic one for that. Um, absolutely. It's such a fun song. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, number seven on the countdown. We've got Wild Thing by the Trogs. And this was used by yes, Mitch so, Williams of the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, Mitch Williams. Um, again, another iconic opening to a song. I think one that we have talked about before because I, I think I've told the story about how I used to wait on the radio for this to play because I was obsessed with this song as a little kid. Again, not knowing the lyrics or what at all it was about, but just really like the sound of it. Um so he, he earned the nickname Wild Thing. You know, we were talking about like crazy pitching rituals because he used to like fall off to the third base side of the mound during follow through. And so I guess people were like, what the heck? And again, because it worked for him, he just continued to do that over and over. <laughs> um, and then I guess at some point the organist, um, you know, on his entrance, like played Wild Thing um, on the organ, which I really would love to hear. That sounds amazing. Uh, and then eventually they would just play, you know, the version by the Trogs um, uh, whenever he came up. And so, yeah, Wild Thing, very appropriate uh, song for, for a closer and just a great story, too, which is why it's ranked number seven on our list. Well, and he was kind of, you know, coming into his own with the Phillies in the early 90s. And it was just a couple of years after the movie Major League came out. And, of course, you know, Rick Wild Thing Vaughn was the big reliever in that one played by Charlie Sheen. And so it was kind of on the heels of that, too, that it's like we had this sort of real-life version of Wild Thing where, you know, this guy coming in, and he was really effective for a while. And then, um, you know, similar to Dennis Eckersley, he had a big moment where in the 92 World Series, Joe Carter hit the World Series-winning home run off of him, ended the series with a home run. And, wow. um, yeah, that was off of Mitch Williams coming in trying to trying to save the game for the Phillies. So. Um, that was a big moment on a downside for him, but he had a really good career and was also, you know, a major league baseball analyst for a while, like on, on TV and stuff. But yeah, this was the perfect song for him and also for like kind of pop culture when it came about. Nice. All right. Um, countdown number six. So track number seven, 
and it is Wake Up by Rage Against the Machine being used by Araldis Chapman on the Yankees. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of people think baseball is boring. Um, You know, I'm not in that camp. I think it's a pretty fun sport to watch. But um, if you're bored at a game and then Rage Against the Machine comes on, <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to be bored. It's going gonna, it's gonna to do exactly what the song intends to do, which is wake you up, right? Uh, yes. But on top of that, Aroldis Chapman throws about as hard as any player in Major League history, right? Just insane heat, over 100 miles per hour. And so, you know, you, you better be awake if, if you're at the plate against him. And so it's almost like kind of a, I mean, I see this as kind of a warning to the other team, uh, that if they're kind of in a lull for some reason, like like they better start paying attention because, um, yeah, he's he's coming. Yeah, and for a lot of these, we'll have uh, some YouTube links in the show notes for you to watch some of these entrances uh, set to these songs. This one in particular, the Yankees, of course, have, you know, like many stadiums, a big screen, and they produced an entrance video that plays for him. And it's like there's sirens playing in the background of the mix of, of Wake Up. So that makes it even more like alarming. His ball that he's like tossing in the air is on fire. There's flames behind him. I mean, it is <laughs> it's quite the entrance. You know, we're talking about the opposite of like coming in on ABBA, right? Like this is pure total theatrics. <laughs> really like trying to trying to make you afraid that this guy is coming in and, and throwing these pitches as, as hard as he is. So absolutely love that. Yeah, great, great pick. Um, and I, I won't, again, discuss, I won't bring up how upset I was at the end of The Matrix that, that Neo flew. We've already covered that. All right. So I don't need to bring that up. <laughs> For all The Matrix fans listening out there, yeah, you'll know. You'll know yeah. exactly what Samra's talking about. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, number eight on the mix, but number five on our countdown is Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. So this is this was used by Eric Gagne of the uh, Dodgers, so our third LA Dodger to make an appearance on the countdown here. And I feel like we're as we get into the top five on the countdown here, they all have just amazing, like, and we we've already hit on this a little bit, but but the top five especially have those amazing just intro notes where everybody's going to recognize the song, and even if you don't, you're going to kind of get into it immediately. And uh, there's no doubt Welcome to the Jungle fits the bill there because you get just a little taste of Slash's guitar and then he gets really into it and then Axl Rose's voice comes in. And and Eric Gagne was kind of this, he was this big guy for the Dodgers and obviously he was really good for them um, when he was their closer, but he was super intense. Like he would be like literally spitting out there, like he was so intense. And so this song would come on and he's coming out to the mound and just like, I mean, everybody was just going nuts at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, and apparently they would even flash the words like game over on the scoreboard while the song (laughs) would be playing. (laughs) Which, you know, honestly, is also a lot of pressure on these players. Like, it's like, man. (laughs) But I I guess that's what you sign up for when when you want to be a closing pitcher. Got, I mean, sometimes they come out and it's like they're down nine zero, and it's like, listen, as, as good as you are, I don't know, if, <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna save this. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> uh, we should have defensive scores in baseball. I think that that's really what, oh, what there needs you to go. Happen. Yeah, yeah, that would be I helpful. Think that, be that helpful. would be. <laughs> I know they're tweaking the rules a lot to make them faster. They yeah, are. Yes, um, they are quite a bit. <laughs> Good stuff. Great song. 
All right, next up, okay, we're getting into the top four on the countdown here. It's I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys, and this was used by Jonathan Papelbon of the Boston Red Sox. Yes, of course, it has to be a Boston team. Um, And, you know, it's funny, this is one of those ones, uh, now we're getting into, like, earworm territory. This is one that stayed with me all day long. Um, and one that I didn't know the title of, you know, we've talked about songs before where it's like, I just don't know oh, what yeah. the name of the song is, but I absolutely know like the gig here, you know, I, the little Irish gig that plays. Um, it's so good. I mean, this is absolutely is top five material. Um, and it's, it actually was popularized by him playing it as his entrance song. So it kind of was one of these things where, um, it went the opposite way. You know, it wasn't like taking a popular song and then choosing it. It was kind of like making a song very popular because you chose it. Um, and it became just so iconic and, and actually is like kind of an unofficial Boston um, Irish song for, for that community there. So pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, and Papelbon's another guy. He actually, you know, be, because of some press that's come out this year uh, about closer entrance songs, because there's a, there's an entry on the countdown coming up here that got a lot of press this year. Um he came out and they, they interviewed him and, and he put his song at the top. He said this was the number one entrance. He goes, go ahead and YouTube it. And if you YouTube some of these entrances by him, first of all, Fenway Park is such a small park and the Boston fans are so intense. And then Papelbon matched that intensity. <laughs> and so all of that coming together, right? Even if 30 seconds earlier, everyone was just singing Sweet Caroline. Like now they're just ready to just kill someone. <laughs> so right. I mean, it, it really is something to watch because I mean they they are just going crazy, and so is he. Like he's definitely matching every bit of their intensity and, and the intensity of this song. So it, it it was a really cool intro for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so such high energy in this song. Again, just from the opening beat. So it's great. Um, all right, a different kind of energy, um, but certainly one that works as a closer song. So number three in our countdown, number 10 on the mix is Hell's Bells by ACDC. Yeah, so Trevor Hoffman, who spent most of his career with the San Diego Padres, uh, this was his entrance song. And um, for a while, he held the major league record for number of saves, like all time. He got passed up by somebody coming up on our countdown, but he still holds the National League record. And so I, I kind of put him up high in this ranking just because of the level of success, coupled with how awesome this song is. Like, I could just imagine yeah. a quiet stadium, and then you just start to hear this bell. And I've actually seen ACDC in concert, and it's the same tack they take in concert, where it's like everything gets really quiet, it's dark, and then you just start hearing the bell, right? And everybody just erupts. And so it's the same thing they do in concert, and... Um, he was so good and so effective that, yeah, it really was like like the bell is tolling, like it's it's over. Game, it's like you just said, game over. You know, game over. Yeah, I wrote my official take on this song is it's a creepy AF entrance song. It's just <laughs> <laughs> um, my four word review right there. So I, yeah, I'm like a sucker for. For any kind of like use of bells, like church bells and songs, I, I think like they're so ominous and really dark, so they work really well with like any kind of rock song. Um, I also love them at football games on third downs. A lot of stadiums will ring uh, mm. like church bells on third downs to kind of be like, you know, again, it's over. Like, why are you even trying? Like, we're gonna we're gonna send you off the field here. 
it just uh, it adds definitely a layer of of like intensity to any kind of a, a sport, I believe. <laughs> Agreed, but you're yeah. right; it's a different kind of intensity from like the you know shipping up to Boston kind of energy, you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This one is it's much more solemn of just like <laughs> you know getting the crowd being like, okay, yeah, this is happening. Like that's <laughs> yeah, all. That's, that's all over. watch and marvel. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, now let's get to the song that may have been the inspiration for this mix, okay, because you've been so excited about it. Um, Number two on the countdown didn't quite make it to the top, but it is Narco by Blaster Jacks featuring Timmy Trumpet. Yes, Timmy Trumpet. Okay, so this is, of course, Edwin Diaz um, on the Mets, and they have, like, SNY, which is the broadcasting um, company here for the Mets, like, primarily they follow them, and there was, like, I guess one game where they decided not to cut to commercial break and instead have the cameraman follow Diaz out onto the field while this song was playing, which is his entrance song. And um, I, if I'm, if I remember correctly, like the person who has like been producing the Mets games, like studied like theater or film or something at some point in his life. And he wanted to kind of introduce some theatrics into, into the cinematography of, of these baseball games. And, you know, there's 160 of them. You, I'm sure you get bored. You want to change things up. So they didn't cut to commercial. They let this, like, entrance run. And it was unbelievable. It was so cool to kind of get the view, you know, running behind Diaz uh, as he's going to the mound of, like, this is what they're seeing, right? And I just thought that was so well done. Um, and so I think that is part of the reason why it became, like, it kind of blew up on the Internet and it was shared a whole lot. And, like, the YouTube videos now have so many views. Um, and he, you know, was really kind of vaulted to this like amazing top closer, you know, mixes, um, on online. And so anyway, he, and he's an amazing pitcher. Like it's unbelievable. Like it is truly game over when he comes in, he's closed out so many games, so successfully saved a lot of games. He's so like many of these guys, like he's just so straight faced. Like you, you expect sometimes for them to come out and be smiling and be like, let's do this. But this guy is like nothing. Like he's just (laughs) there to work. That's right. (laughs) They are completely Um, dialed in. Completely dialed in. Yeah. And, and this one in particular, be sure to check the show notes because there's like um, the Mets put together a special entrance where they actually had Timmy Trumpet come in <laughs> and play the trumpet live on top of the track. Um, and, and of course, Mr. and Mrs. Met, or which are giant baseball heads, are behind them also playing trumpet. And it's just pure joy. Um, and again, no smile cracked. You know, you would think like, okay, this would be the scenario where you could get a smile out of this guy because look at what, what the Mets have put together for his entrance and nothing. He's like, I don't care. I'm just here to save the game. <laughs> he's got one job and he's there to do it. Right. It's very simple. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This one really was incredible. I remember this one kind of got caught, caught fire on Twitter. And started to get spread around. And uh, such a unique song. And um, similar, though, to the Dropkick Murphys, not a song that I was familiar with prior to this entrance situation, right? right? So it clearly kind of blew this song up a little bit. But uh, it's definitely an awesome song. Definitely going to make it on my workout mixes going forward. But, um, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, a strong entry uh, here to come in in its debut season and be number two on our countdown. But... Yeah, credit to the the amazing season the Mets has ha- have had and uh, and Edwin Diaz's success too. Yeah, oh, they've been so much fun to watch. Um, and and they're going to they're going to the playoffs, Matt. I made fun of them earlier this I year. Know. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> or maybe I'm not sorry because we kind of have this joke now that we have a reverse jinx on the Super <laughs> Bowl awesome right. show. That's right. That's right. Because at the time of this recording, the Jets are two and two, which is the first time that's happened since 2015. So I mean, you know, <laughs> it it's could happening. happen. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. Look out. <laughs> 
All right. Well, here um, for our number one on the mix, a team that probably does not need a reverse jinx uh, because historically they've been so good. Um, you went with, or rather the song is Enter Sandman by Metallica and of course used by Mariana Rivera on the Yankees. Yeah, I put this actually on my, uh, you know, walk-up uh, music mix earlier. It was one of my picks because I was like, this is such a great intro song. Um, and I said I cheated a little bit because it's a pitcher and not a batter. But um, now I'm glad we're doing a reliever mix because I could use it again because it is definitely the number one all time. Rivera is the uh, the greatest relief pitcher of all time. I don't think that's hyperbole me saying that. He's all-time leader in saves. And uh, this song works on so many different levels. I mean, it's such a great song. Uh, you know, like we talked about with these other guys, he was completely stone-faced, like nonplussed by the whole thing, right, while he's coming right. in. But he was so good, it really was like game over. And I was, you know, I'm a fan of the Texas Rangers, and we faced Rivera a number of times. Because they, you know, the, the Rangers were actually pretty good in the late 90s. And uh, every time we faced Rivera, it was just like, okay, that's that's the end. Here he comes. That's three outs, you know. <laughs> so, um, right. yeah, I think it has to be number one because it's the perfect matchup for, like, lyrics and song intensity and, and for the success of the player, too. Yeah, I, I remember kind of arguing with you a little bit uh, whenever we were talking about who's going to be number one in the spot between... Diaz's song and, and Rivera's song on and I it was like, okay, fine. I acquiesced. I think you were right. It was <laughs> it has to be Enter Sandman. Um, yeah, both for skill and also just for the song. I mean, as you said, like this is one where I think again, like the lyrics work really well with with like the the sentiment. Um, you know, because Enter Sandman is like a very another creepy song of just like you know, here's someone who's gonna turn out the lights on you, basically. Right, so I think right. it works works really well for a closing mix. Um, and of course, yeah, he's unbelievably skilled um, and absolutely deserves to be number one in our countdown mix. Yes, there you have it. Another countdown mix and another super awesome mix for your collection. We're going to close this one out, pun intended, um, but we're going to get to work on uh, some more mixes for you. Uh, so yeah, so for Samer, this is Matt, and we'll see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCode.com.